it matters more than ever right now because we're, we're living in a time where we're in a shelter in place ordinance, right? Um, studies are saying that screen time is up on cell phones for about uh, 2X. So going from 3.5 hours per day to about seven hours per day, um, and people are spending way more time on social. So there's an underlying opportunity here to capitalize on this consolidation of, an, of, of attention and impressions. Don't forget to smash that share button, subscribe to my page, follow me on Instagram at Lance Bachman, and keep sending me those questions. Hey everybody, welcome to The Den. Our special guest is Khalil Gonzalez, who just left Facebook and Instagram to start his own startup, Glist. Khalil, welcome to the show. Tell everybody about yourself. I'm excited to have you. Hey Lance, thanks for having me on The Den. Um, yeah, a little bit about myself. I'm Khalil Gonzalez. Um, I spent the last two years at Facebook, Instagram, uh, where I was an agency partner manager. So what this means was I worked as a strategic advisor, helping digital uh, digital advertising agencies leverage Facebook's advertising platform um, and best practices to be able to scale their businesses um, and achieve the optimal results that they're looking to get for their um, brands under management. So I was responsible for tens of millions of dollars in annualized ad revenue. Um, and I was consistently ranked as uh, one of the top five performers nationally with the company. Um, so yeah, now I'm working on my own startup called Glist. Uh, super excited to talk to you guys about it. Great. Well, I'm glad you're here. Before we jump into Glist, because I think you love Facebook and Instagram. And I was sad to see you go because I feel like you were our best partner we ever that was I got to know you personally now. You're so young and vibrant and you're just so hungry. But you believe in the product on Facebook and Instagram so much. During a scary time like this right now, today, where people are nervous at home, business owners are afraid, what would you say is the best opportunities right now for Facebook and Instagram for small and mid-sized businesses? Totally. So right now, you know, you have to think about the, the consumer psyche, right? You have to think psychologically about this. People are staying at home. People are spending way more time on uh, their devices than ever before, right? These are truly unprecedented times. So right now, you know, some of the biggest opportunities on Facebook and Instagram would be conversational commerce. So, you know, thinking about how you can interact with your customers via messaging, via DMs, you know, via um, click to messenger ads. Uh, Instagram shopping is another big one. So, you know, customers or users are spending a lot of time on Instagram. Uh, being able to put uh, product tags and service tags within Instagram posts would be super dynamic and allow you to tap into the creator network um, and, you know, formulate a contractual term with the uh, creator would mean that you're getting an authentic voice uh, with organic followership um, and being able to put your product or service um, in the hands of a creator and allow them to talk about it would do very well in the consumer landscape when they're looking to turn to a trusted voice. Um, and then lastly, if you have, you know, something that can be um, sold on Facebook Marketplace, people are going to Facebook Marketplace more than ever before, more than they do with Craigslist, uh, more than they do with any other Marketplace site and looking for things to buy. So they're already in a buying mindset. Um, and those would be some of the biggest opportunities, I would say, on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Why does creative matter more than ever on these platforms? I mean, so creative accounts were about 60% of consumers buying decision. Um, right now, that's probably going to be a little bit higher of a percentage with the, the times that we're in and, you know, what people are actually um, converting on. So it matters more than ever right now because we're, we're living in a time where we're 
in a shelter-in-place ordinance, right? Um, studies are saying that screen time is up on cell phones for about uh, 2x. So going from 3.5 hours per day to about seven hours per day, um, and people are spending way more time on social. So there's an underlying opportunity here to capitalize on this consolidation of, an, of, of attention and impressions. Businesses should be utilizing their authentic voices to empathize with customers uh, without sounding tone deaf, right? Be personable and don't just push your products or service, but actually, you know, work to understand what the customer is feeling, what people who are losing their jobs are feeling, um, and to, you know, put your business in front of them in a natural way that doesn't just seem like all you care about is that next incremental dollar. You know, and that's great advice, Khalil. You're working on your next adventure. You left Facebook right in the middle of the recession. Doesn't scare you. Well, the recession that's going to be coming, I believe. But you're jumping right into it and you're embracing totally. it. Totally. Tell us about it. I've seen the technology. I've seen it and I love it. Tell us about Calissa's technology in the te travel industry and why I truly believe that this is going to be a disruption. Totally. So, Glist is my baby, right? Uh, there were several successful startups founded. Um, during the 2008 uh, Great Recession, right? There was WhatsApp um, in 09 that was acquired by Facebook for 19 billion. There was Venmo, 09, 300 million, acquired by PayPal. Um, there was Uber that got a valuation of 47 billion in 09. Um, there was Instagram that was purchased by Facebook for 1 billion in 2010. So, you know, Recessions are tremendous times where, you know, a lot can be understood about how consumers think. Um, ultimately, coming out of recessions, uh, we know that consumer buying behavior is going to change. So, you know, one of the things that I looked at holistically was the psychological social sciences behind how people are going to operate coming out of this, right? Being that people are, you know, told to shelter in place, this means that um, they're missing those physical interactions with their friends, with their family. Um, they're looking at all of their old pictures and uh, dreaming about travel and the next time that they can travel with their friends, you know, the next time that they can go internationally and uh, spend time on a beach, sipping a margarita, right? So they're having all of these um, things going on in their heads and Glist, I think, is primed perfectly to be able to tap into this consumer need, um, such as travel. So the travel tech market, um, is ripe for innovation and disruption. Airbnb paved the way for the shared economy to enter into the hospitality space. Um, and previously, corporations like Marriott um, and Wyndham, they cornered the market and they set the prices and the experience for travelers. Airbnb kind of changed this model on its head, um, allowing individual hosts to offer their own lodging experiences and dictate their own pricing. So, um, you know, without Airbnb ever owning their own property. And right now there are about 150 million users on Airbnb and 2 million of them are spending uh, at least one night um, every single day on Airbnb. So 2 million people using Airbnb every single night. And currently the only way to do that is by reserving an Airbnb home for yourself or maybe yourself and a couple friends and family. But that's about it. So we're seeing a big gaping opportunity here to tune into uh, meaningful that. group experiences. Let's talk yeah. about that. Let, let's talk totally. about what's the differentiator for Glist? What, what does Glist actually do? Because we know it's for the travel space. We know it's for group travel. Can you explain to everybody, the viewers, how Glist actually works? Because it's amazing. Absolutely. So at Glist, you know, we're building the next generation travel tool that's rooted in social technology. Um, and by partnering with sites like Airbnb, we make it easy for travelers to match with great people and trusted accommodations that they're most compatible with. 
And compatibility here is the key to what we're building. Like I said, you know, we're rooted in psychological social sciences. We want to know the underlying meaningful connections and meaningful interactions that people want to have with other human beings. And therefore, we increase the probability of someone having a meaningful travel experience with someone who, you know, was formerly a stranger, but that you know, based on the preferences that you set for your profile and the house guests that you want in your house, you can ultimately have a meaningful travel experience with anyone in the world by, you know, telling us the type of interests and behaviors that you want in a house guest, and then utilizing our technology to go out and find those people. So in, in very short, right, this is retail, uh, not retail, real estate arbitrage. Um, so what at Glist, we're procuring homes from Airbnb. Let's say it's a 10 bedroom house, right? We can essentially divide the cost of that house evenly amongst the 10 bedrooms that exist. We would then layer on our special sauce, which is the user matching technology that we have that allows you to find people um, who meet those preferences that you set for house guests, right? And then that ultimately decreases the cost for travelers, um, by, you know, you only pay for the part of the house that you're occupying, and it also increases your travel experience because you're able to meet people from all around the world who share very similar interests as you. Um, and we're looking to solve a few, you know, very critical problems. What is it? What is it? So, so it seems like you're doing multiple problem solvings here. One, bringing together people that are now used to being connected socially, which they're not afraid of anymore, meeting new people, new families, friends, I'm sure. You explain that it could be a family you can join with. It also seems like you're helping out economically here, also being able to share the cost of this. Can you give us the few problems that Glist is actually going to solve for us? Absolutely. So, you know, some of the big problems that exist within travel and lodging as it stands today is it continues to be price, right? So, Airbnb set out to lower the price uh, for travelers by allowing hosts to set their own pricing. You don't have to pay what Marriott dictates as the price. Um, and this ultimately allowed for a slight decrease in cost, right? But there's still a problem that exists where people don't want to pay for an entire accommodation. They only want to pay for the part of the accommodation that they utilize, right? So price continues to be a big problem. And then also there's no easy way to book an accommodation with fellow travelers who share mutual interests with you, right? There's no easy way to do that. Peer-to-peer um, -peer rental platforms have only invested in out-of-home um, methods to enhance the traveler's experience, such as, um, you know, experiences on Airbnb, where you can, you know, book uh, an experience with a local chef and be able to eat in someone's home, right? You can book excursions, such as, you know, going skydiving, but they're not really investing in that in-house experience, and that's something that we're looking to do. Also, members of the online community um, they're nurturing these relationships with people online, right? Groups on Facebook. It's about 1.8 billion people on Facebook groups. 400 million of those people say that they are part of a group that adds meaningful value to their everyday lives. And they're looking to move these communities from online to offline and into the real world. Again, there isn't a, a, an easy way to do that. And then lastly, you know, hostels. Um, hostels are great if you're looking to travel, um, you know, on a, on a budget, but ultimately they're impersonal, right? You don't really know the people who you're staying with and they're invasive. Uh, you don't have your own personal space. So at Gliss, we're looking to solve for all of those things by making travel a lot more enjoyable and affordable by utilizing trusted Airbnb accommodations. I can't wait to see what you do and how you get through this. Cleo, right now everyone is quarantined. You're working on your business. You're thrilled. What are you working on your business right now 
as a startup? What are the key factors that you're saying, this is what's going to help me be successful when we launch fully? Totally. So one of the first things is data encryption um, and user security, right? So my time at Facebook, um, I, I spent time at Facebook right after um, the election where Cambridge Analytica was a big deal. Um, user data privacy was a big deal. Um, and one of the big things that Facebook was learning when I was there um, was that they should have had the security measures in place early on to be able to protect private user data and the partners that they're bringing on board. So one of the things that we're incorporating into GLIST early on um, is our user data security, uh, data access policy, you know, who can have access to user data, and then how do we ensure that, you know, being that guests are staying with um, global travelers who they probably never met, how can we incorporate security features into our platform that allows for identity verification so that you can, you know, hopefully trust um, the people who are in your accommodation with you, you know, is there going to be an ID check? Is there going to be a background check? Um, those things are yes and yes. Uh, we want to make sure that, you know, you're not, you're not just getting a trusted accommodation um, that has tons of great reviews on Airbnb, um, but that you're ultimately, ultimately going to be in an accommodation with someone who you trust and who you're going to have a good time with. Um, and then, you know, we're spending a lot of time on engineering the product, um, developing our algorithms, right? We're utilizing um, in small part, the Gail Shapley algorithm that's fundamentally used in sites like Hinge, right? Sites like Match.com, they have all of these great features that allows you to um, accurately match with people who you share uh, commonalities with. Um, so we're taking learnings from the dating world and being able to incorporate those into our own technology to make it to where you're, you know, uh, fundamentally meeting people who you share big interests with. Um, we're focusing on, you know, investments. Um, so raising financing from investors right now, it's obviously going to be tough. So we're bootstrapping like crazy. Um, we're looking to gain traction on our pre-launch site. So goglist.com um, is where we're allowing people uh, who are interested in our product to go and drop their emails to be able to get notified once we actually launch. And this is something that investors uh, take very seriously is how much traction are you getting before you go to market? Um, and how much of that is going to be repeatable in the sense that you know, if someone leaves their email address, are they actually going to um, reserve an accommodation with you in the future? And then lastly, it's creator partnerships. So we understand the value that creators and influencers bring to the advertising space. And there are tons of travel influencers and creators um, that are looking to work with brands um, that changes how people travel and make travel more affordable and enjoyable. So we want to put the, our brand list in front of creators and start to nurture those partnerships um, so that we can tap into more organic um, travelers out there. Well, Khalil, I can tell you this. I can't wait to be sitting next on stage. Gliss, just hoping to support you because your future is bright. I've never met such a young individual that has so much drive, so much insight, so much education. I cannot wait to see where you take, Gliss. Good luck to you. Thank you for being on the den. You are the man. I will see you soon. The digital line is out, everyone. Thank you, sir. And I think right now, efficiency matters more than ever. Uh, ever. You know, cutting the fat, um, cutting the excess means more now than ever. People are on tight budgets. There's a lot of uncertainty. People don't know, you know, some people don't know where their next check is coming from. So right now you really have to tap into the uh, psychological, you know, underlying thought process of the consumer and take that 
and match it to your business. You know, if there is not a need that's being met by your business, um, or if there's not a consumer need that's being met and that your business is able to fulfill for the end consumer, there's a high likelihood that they're not going to transact with you, right? So understand the consumer needs and then closely, very closely match those needs to the product or service that you're offering and be able to make the consumer's life exponentially better or more easier, right? So that they can feel this deep value for you and then transact with you uh, long after um, we're out of this, um, this you know, lockdown that we're in with COVID-19.